everyone, and welcome to the Nintendo Fuse Podcast. This is episode 191 of the Nintendo Fuse Podcast. Wherefore art thou, direct? Because, uh, yeah, we're, it's kind of missing, but we'll get to that in a bit. Before we jump into that, my name's Steve, and uh, I am not alone. I am joined by Barry. Hey, Barry. Hey, Steve. It's It's been a long time, and I'm happy to been. finally be back. <laughs> yeah, we were just chatting before uh, before we started recording that it's been uh, six weeks since you've been on the podcast. That's crazy, because we six weeks unfortunately had to skip our last one. Um, kind of just some life things got in the way uh, of the last one, but then... Um, uh, so Greg and I were alone last time, and uh, and and you were unfortunately MIA. But uh, but then Greg's missing tonight. Well, at least for a little bit. He'll be joining us eventually. Um, but uh, but it's just us from the beginning. So yep. Now it's time to say all the bad things about Greg while while he's on. No, 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 no. <laughs> there's nothing bad to say about Greg. Nothing bad about Greg. No. Uh, but yeah, thanks so much for, uh, for everybody that's joining us in the chat as we uh, record this live on YouTube. If you uh, are joining us, thanks so much for, for being there. But if you're listening to that, this after the fact or watching it after the fact and you've not joined us for a live show, please do so. Um, we pretty much, except for <laughs> some exceptions, we record every other Tuesday um, at uh, 6, sorry, 6.30 p.m. Mountain Time, but that'd be 9, uh, 8.30 p.m. 8.30. Uh, Eastern Time, 5.30 p.m. Uh, Pacific time and we would love to uh to have you jump in the chat join us about all the different things we talk about throughout the night um and uh that'd be great uh if you haven't subscribed to us um be sure you do that hit that bell um to be alerted on youtube every time we go live every time we um post a new video all that stuff and if you haven't joined us on social media and our discord channel be sure to do that all those links are down in the show notes and the uh the uh descriptions down there on youtube we would love to just continue this conversation between podcasts uh with all that out of the way let's uh let's jump in and catch up a little bit uh barry i'm, I'm sure there's lots to catch up on over the last six weeks <laughs> so uh so what have you been playing what have you been doing what's what's wow. life been like over the last six weeks it's uh it's been busy uh in terms of playing uh i have a lot on my plate uh i did try to think the last podcast that i was i was still uh working on the uh Trails of Cold Steel series. Um, I finished all three that are out in America. The fourth one isn't out yet. But that took me a while. And the third one is coming, I believe, next month to the Switch. Um, so I, I can give my thoughts later on about that. But I did did play through those, and I did very much enjoy them. Um, for the Switch Mania Playcast, I did a couple games since then. I did... Uh, so I'm working on Town of Light now, which is our, our latest game, but I went back and revisited Arms. I went back and revisited Horizon Chase Turbo. Um, I played Gigantic Army. Uh, I played uh, Luminous Avenger IX, um, which is the third Gunvolt game. Uh. Um, and I'm also playing right now, I'm, I'm right about to start the last chapter of Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp FE Encore. Um, so my Switch has had a lot of play. My PS4 has had a lot of play. I'm still playing Dragalia Lost. They just did the Monster Hunter collab, and now they're doing the Valentines. And uh, still playing Final Fantasy XIV. As of today, the latest patch just dropped, so I've been playing that a lot today. Does and, it run uh, on uh, the newest operating system or Mac operating system now? That's what I want to know, because when I installed Catalina, I realized I couldn't play Final Fantasy anymore. <laughs> 
That I don't know because I'm a PC user. Yeah. Um, I'm sure if it doesn't, they will get it up and running uh, ASAP because there are a lot of Mac users. Mm-hmm. And uh, they don't want to alienate those players. Um, but yeah, Square, Square will do it, I'm sure. Yeah. But yeah, that, that, that I hope game so, is uh, bigger. I'll talk yeah. about in just a second that I that I got some new controllers and I was excited. It was like, oh, cool. I have a controller. I can play and everything. And then I realized, oh, it doesn't run on Catalina. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So there's a few games that that I had that that are older games that unfortunately don't run. They're not 64 bit. And I'm I was sure. kind of bummed on that. So. It'll be patched. I mean, it's one thing with an older game that doesn't have support anymore to mm-hmm. say, all right, it's dead. But I mean, like I said, a new patch literally just dropped today as of the recording um, is very much a, a, a supported game. So I can't see it very long. In fact, you can probably go to their site and go to the support and just, be, you know, message and just be like Catalina support. If, if that hasn't already been done, but I'm sure it's been done already. Yeah. Yeah. Jakester, are you surprised that I'm a Mac user? I have, like, everything is Mac, yeah. I, I switched over from PC, uh, whew, it's probably almost 15 years ago, and uh, haven't really looked back. Um, I enjoyed modding and making my own PCs when I was younger, but then as I got older, um, as we've talked about many, many times on here, um, just the lack of time and also the <laughs> lack of money um, uh, has uh, kept me from uh, diving deep into PC world. Um, I would love to create my own, you know, high quality gaming rig, but um, that's just not, that's out of the question right now. So yes, I use a Mac because I can count on it. I know it's going to work. Um, as as Barry knows, uh, with the PCs, who knows what's going to happen with this computer. So Yeah, yeah, my... Uh... <laughs> My computer is still an anomaly. Um, <laughs> actually, uh, the other day, my wife wound up blowing a fuse, which shut off my computer. And when it started up, it had an update. And it was like one of four. And I'm like, oh, my God, what's this going to do? So it eventually actually restarted itself, like during the update. And I'm like, it can't restart. But it restarted. I'm like, oh, my <laughs> God, is it fixed? Did this whole thing fix? But now it froze again while still finishing the update. Um, <laughs> I have no idea. But that being said, if you put me on a Mac, you might as well not because i'll have no idea what the heck i'm doing <laughs> nice. but pc i've run my entire life right. um so it's just a custom yeah i appreciate the the whole apple ecosystem as well like i'm fully in with the iphones and ipads and everything too and it just kind of like it all works together, which is nice but i like my iphone yeah so hey i think we uh we have a greg uh, it seems to be there's there is a greg present hey greg we uh Hello. you haven't really missed a whole lot we we're just getting into what we've been playing and, and things like that and we kind of got sidetracked talking about computers because jakester was surprised to, to hear that i was a mac user um, so yeah so um speaking of jakester he's been playing uh luigi's mansion 3 tales of vesperia pokemon and fire emblem um so that's that's cool uh greg what have you been up to i have actually I've actually been playing um, Luigi's Mansion 3 pretty much exclusively for the last uh, three, four weeks. I've been making a lot of real progress this time. No longer just like, oh, just played for half an hour and beat like a floor. No, it's like I've actually beaten like nine floors now. So Wow, all right, man. So I'm a good portion of the way through the game. I'm going to be starting floor nine next. So it's been a lot of fun. I'm absolutely loving it. Um, How do you like that cat? Yeah, he was kind of a uh, <laughs> mean. <laughs> <laughs> took, took my uh, elevator button. 
I think he's like universally the most hated part of the game outside of the lack of inversion of controls. <laughs> I don't know. I thought the controls seemed fine. Um, I really noticed, like, I didn't even think like it was really using motion controls, but when you're playing in handheld, I think it defaults to it. And I was wondering why I was always kind of like, like, it felt like my aim was like drifting off. And then I realized, like, hey, this is actually kind of intuitive. I can just like tilt the controller slightly and get like the perfect angles. And been working through it perfectly fine so mm. i do think I like the suction shot like will actually like target specific spots if it's supposed to be used and like an auto like hit or something if it's in like the right area the um pro controller also like default has the motion controls on it like when playing docked which those those i had no problem with it was the turning around yeah. Like it, it just, yeah. That I wanted to invert it. Yeah, that's still like the biggest problem I've noticed. Like if you're already charging the strobe light thing, and then like the ghost suddenly is behind you, you can, there's no way to actually like turn it around unless like take my left hand, like and physically touch the right joystick to like do it. So I'm like holding the, <laughs> holding down the whatever the E or whatever. Yeah, hmm. it doesn't seem like. I mean, again, I, I've said this many times on on the podcast, but it does. I mean, I'm not a a developer at all but i wouldn't think it'd be very difficult to add some con- uh, like customized controls into a game right it's not like it shouldn't be that, that difficult and especially in you know, in this case 2019 when it came out like it should just be default at this point because everyone has their own preferred play style and it doesn't cost anything to give players the choice mm-hmm. but if you hinder what they can do it only limits who can actually enjoy it or, or the level of enjoyment. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of surprising since Nintendo has like on other games, yeah. they have an abundance of control options. And this one is just like, Nope, this is it. Period. <laughs> yeah. Some, some games let you choose what button does what you mm-hmm. can completely customize the controls. I think every game should have that. Yeah. It just, it just makes it, I don't know, more user friendly. I also think it's, a lot of common courtesy, though. It's just like, why can't they play the way they want? I mean, yeah, yeah. Sakurai is obviously no stranger to that you can completely change Smash. Like, you can use like four different controllers. Like, yeah, it's like, right. could, well, it's got to be, it's got to be probably a hindrance to even um, people with like special needs and things like that as well that maybe don't have certain, you know. Uh, you know, that don't have the, the functionality of their hands or something like that, like like some of us, and like maybe they actually need to change buttons around to, to play the game better, but they, they can't even, you know, have that, that luxury. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah. Uh, anything else you've been playing? Um, I did do a few more Paw Patrol levels with Belle a little bit. She's been a little bit on an upkick on that, seeing me playing Luigi's Mansion. She's like, oh, you're playing the scary game again, Daddy. And like, <laughs> <laughs> let's, play, let's play Paw Patrol and let's play something happy. <laughs> nice. Um, and I think I did very minimal time in Mario Maker just to like she wanted to see a few more Mario levels, so like that was one day kind of thing. But that's pretty much it. Obviously, still dailies and Fire Emblem Heroes. That's pretty much the only game I'm playing. I kind of dropped off a uh, Doctor Mario now because it just I don't know, very repetitive. Mm-hmm. I'm still playing Mario Kart, believe it or not. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah. Did you get any time with the uh, multiplayer? Beta? Yeah, I did actually. Yeah, how was it? 
actually it took a while to load in but it wasn't uh wasn't bad i mean it was it was fun cool. uh, it honestly felt like just racing against the the cpu because there's no smack talking and it's all it's all random in that sense but no it it ran fine it, cool. i i hope they roll it out not that i'm gonna play it a lot but i'm sure a lot of people will absolutely be playing it yeah the problem is is that multiplayer mario kart it's it's mainly about winning and coming in first and mario kart tour it's more about points mm. than necessary i mean coming in first definitely helps get the you know the highest amount of points but like to get all the if you're not in the tournament bracket you can come in second or third or even fourth if you did well enough and still get all the the stars for the, the course yeah so it's a you know, I, I kind of like the point system, but I also feel it's kind of unfair. And what I mean by that is, you know, you can have a run where you can get two or three frenzies and be super lucky mm-hmm. and blow every score out of the water. And if no one else can get that or gets that lucky or you get crappy frenzies, um, they're not going to get it. And they may have to try a hundred times before they ever get that. Right. Yeah. But I'm having fun with it. That's the most important part. I'm not trying hard. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I think I missed the the beta by like twelve hours or something like that. I was oh. like, oh yeah, I got some time. I'll load it up. Oh, it ended last night. Dang it. <laughs> no. They're they're still um still very stingy with their stuff, and it's mm-hmm. it's so weird that they're so stingy with Mario Kart, and uh, maybe they think that it's Mario Kart. You know, people are gonna spend money on it. Um, but I don't know. Like, I look at Mario Kart, and they're like. Hey, guess what? You came in first place in this two-week period, and we're going to give you 30 gems, and you need 45 for 10 summons. So we're not even going to give you a 10 summon. And then Dragalia developers are like, oops, we sneezed, and we accidentally screwed this up. Here's a free tenfold for everybody. We're sorry. <laughs> yeah, I've kind of noticed that. It seems like the more of the actual Nintendo titles are kind of going downhill on the mobile scene, like with their new offerings and stinginess and whatnot, but Dragalia is the one that's still like above the top and above the top. They just did for the Monster Hunter collab. They give ten free ten summons, you know, once a day. Mm. It's a hundred free summons, just like that. Nice. You know, if people still spend money, I watch people still spend money, but I mean, you have to be lucky. But still, I mean, that's beyond generous. I mean, I wish Mario Kart did ten free ten summons, you know, once a day. Like that'd be great. They're not touching that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So I I have only been playing one game the last uh, couple of weeks, um, and that is Rocket League. Uh, I've gotten very little time um, with games, but every I, I'm in this this mode where I'm really wanting to to move up. Um, like I don't like I really really desire to be at least at diamond level if not um champion level and so I've been trying to spend a lot more time training and and everything as well I'm like you know what this is a game that I think uh that I could really I could get better at I'm definitely not going to be you know near the top you know one of the top players in in the game but it's definitely one that I've I wanted to to really get better at so I've been playing a lot more of that lately um and and with that though i did get some uh i got a couple of new like controllers and stuff like that that's uh that actually pdp sent me and so i wanted to just show those those off and and tell you a, a quick little review of those not games but accessories um first off we have this like this headset that they put out um it's the lbl 40 wired stereo gaming headset um so it's 
basically just like your basic headset and it's um colored for the original colors for the uh the switch joy-con so it's kind of cool it does have a a built-in uh, microphones and it defaults to like when you raise it up it mutes it automatically so that's kind of cool um it does have some volume controls here on the on the back um and it's got a decent cord length but it's not really that long um and i'll tell you why i think it's not that long in just a second um but uh but overall it, it has some good sound but it is not comfortable for long play times um after about mm, hour and a half um it started hurting my head and and for an adult um this is as far as it goes out this is as big as it gets and that's where i need it um so anybody that has a bigger head than me um probably would not fit um this is probably more designed for for a younger teenager a smaller head maybe a kid um so and maybe it actually would get be more comfortable for for a smaller head as well but after a while um i was definitely wanting to go back to my my regular my regular headset but uh, i think one of the reasons why it the cord is shorter is because um, I think it's meant for, for portable play, but also they have a new, uh, controller that came out and let's make sure I get the right one here. Yeah. So they have the wired controllers, the afterglow, and, uh, it actually has an audio port in the bottom of it. So what I was able to do is plug this when I was playing docked, I was able to plug, um, my, uh, plug this into my dock and plug the headset into my controller and so i was able to to get sound that way and it actually is a, is a cool setup um the controller feels great in the hands i really like how they set up the the l and r and the zl and zr buttons they're a little closer together they're they're very clicky and uh and i played a lot pretty much exclusively the last two weeks on rocket league with with these controllers um and it's it's great the only thing that i don't like and uh and actually have the wire the wireless version too um very, very similar. It's just heavier. It's wire. The only thing this does not do that the Pro Controller does is it doesn't turn on the switch. But everything else, it's got the rumble. It's got uh, motion controls and everything. And the wireless one does not have the audio um, jack. Only the wired one does. And both of them have extra buttons on the back that you can program. And... One, uh, so like I, I've tried different things. You can program to ZR, ZL, A, B, whatever you want to do. It has a little button to change it. And I don't like it. <laughs> um, and so what I ended up doing, the cool thing is that you don't have to have those. You can flip a little switch and pop this thing off and just play without those buttons back there. Because what I have found is my button, my hands, where I, where I like to rest my hands when I play, are right there on those buttons. So I end up hitting them all the time on accident. And and so I'm like, this would be great if if I could only hit them when I wanted to, but I ended up hitting them all the time just by squeezing the controller. So that was that was kind of a bummer. But um, they do have a bunch of controllers without without those buttons. But if you do like that kind of thing, um, it's cool. And so I can show you they actually uh, they are see-through, um, of course but they are also they light up and change colors and so you can you can do a bunch of different things with the colors and shift the colors to to pink and red and green and have it like cycle through the colors and all these different things too so that's what those are all about um but pdp jeff put it out i think the controllers run i think 39.99 or 49.99 depending if you want to get the uh 
the wired or wireless ones and the headsets like uh I don't even know if I have the paper I have the paperwork here I think on them. The the headset is mm, $29.99, so it's not that not that bad for a $30 headset. But that's pretty much all I've been doing the last couple of weeks is uh checking out these controllers and playing a bunch of Rocket League. But you've been having fun. I have, I have been having a blast <laughs> and trying to learn so much. And uh, yeah, it's it's been fun. So, uh, But uh, we got a bunch of news to discuss and uh, a bunch of speculation uh, to go into. But before we jump any into any of that, uh, I want to know, did you guys see the Sonic the Hedgehog movie yet? <laughs> Hopefully next week. Next week. Greg, did you see it yet? Not yet. Um, I might be able to convince the missus and even Bell to possibly go. So, see. Cool. Cool. I know Rachel really loved uh, Sonic playing like growing up. So yeah, nice. Did you see it? I have not got to see it yet. Okay. No, I thought about seeing it last night and ran out of time. But uh, yeah, I'll eventually be seeing it for sure. Um, maybe maybe by the next podcast we'll we'll make sure maybe we can all see it and we can uh, we can chat about it then um but i found it's like with a lot of movies like staying on like being on youtube and trying to avoid spoilers is incredibly difficult so, yes. <laughs> even people that i really like their videos but stop putting spoilers in your thumbnails uh, anyway <laughs> i hate when people do that be considerate like, like it's been three days like i can understand if like several weeks went by but it's been three days like no, there's some people that haven't been able to see it yet. So. Anyway, let's get into the, the actual news. Um, we found out uh, recently that uh, Nintendo has, uh, Nintendo Switch specifically, is at the 50 million units sold mark. That's a whole lot of, of Nintendo Switch systems. Um, do you guys know where that, I should have done a little bit more research on this. I forget where, <laughs> where that puts us overall. Um, it's it's um. outsold... The Super Nintendo, Super Nintendo is right? outsold. Yeah, that was yeah. the last one that it that it outsold. So that's that's pretty high on there. I mean, it's got what like the the Wii. Um, is that is that all it's left? And the NES uh, for nin- for Nintendo systems, yes. Yeah, uh, the NES like consoles, and the, at least home consoles. Yeah, at least home consoles, the NES and the uh, the Wii. So that that puts it in a really good spot, and I think it's only going up from here. Um, so yeah, what do you what do you guys think? What's your take on uh, just the the fifty million mark, um, Greg? That's obviously quite an achievement. Um, obviously, it's not really when you're comparing to like PlayStation Four and Xbox. I don't think it. I don't know where it's at in comparison to those. Probably behind both of them, realistically, if I were to take a guess. But in terms of just their previous systems, it definitely shows that it's been a high-quality system. I mean, it's pretty great to see that it's already hit that mark and it's already chasing the NES because most of the Nintendo system's graphs outside the Wii, you'll just see it like a complete downward mm-hmm. trend. So it's kind of nice to see like a their latest console starting to outperform some of their earlier ones. So say more power to it and let's uh top the nes and we'll go after the wii then yeah it's nice to see that yeah and jakester confirmed i was pretty sure that that was the case that he said that um it has outsold the xbox one as well um oh yeah Long which time ago. is which is crazy to think though i mean like that it came out like afterwards and it just like totally surpassed it um I'm guessing it's probably not going to outsell the uh, the PS4 ever, um, but uh, it'd be kind of crazy if it did, right, Barry? I mean, like, that's it's possible. 
Um, here's the thing. Right now, the Switch is in a golden position. And what I mean by that is the PS4 and the Xbox One have been out for a significant chunk of time since 2013. So we're looking at, you know, over six years at this point. If someone really wanted a PS4, if someone really wanted an Xbox One, they would have gotten it at this point. That's not to say that they're still not selling units, but the rush isn't there. The Switch, still newer. It's still not three years yet. We're, we're just shy of three years. So absolutely can do it. But there's the PS5 and the Xbox One Series X or the Xbox Sex um, that is uh, absolutely, you know, going to take some attention away from the Switch. The Switch will no longer be the new kid in the block. And we really will depend on how Nintendo combats that and and how the Switch sales look after those two consoles enter the market. Now, there's a rumor that I heard that because of the coronavirus that the PS5 and the Xbox X might get delayed um, because they're manufactured in China. They may not make the 2020, um, you know, prediction and, and forecast they might come out in 2021 which would be the best news for nintendo because that means nintendo could absolutely ride out this whole year with much much less competition but the only way the switch is going to hit ps4 in my opinion is with a revision and if they go the sequel route instead of the revision route which i think would probably be smarter um, the Switch won't hit the PS4, but the Switch will still be very successful mm-hmm. and very quick. Um, again, they could also position the Switch 2 as more of a hybrid and still develop games for the Switch and make the Switch, as in the Switch Lite, the successor to the 3DS line and go back to having a kind of a portable and a, and a console again. It, it's all speculation, though. But as of the achievement, I mean, less than three years, over 50 million, that's exceptional. That that is that is PS4 numbers. If you think about it, PS4 has been on the market for six years and it's over 100 million. So it's it's right there. Yeah. It's, there's no question about it. It is selling exceptionally well and and hopefully continues. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a speculation that Nintendo started the coronavirus to get. No, I'm just kidding. Um, oh God, <laughs> no! Don't awful. even that'd say that. That awful. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> Where's Amber? Really quick. Or Greg? Yeah, speaking of that virus, I did see something I think posted saying that like, the Switch could even get kind of a uh, hmm. temporary out of stock due to it, due that too. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty nasty. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy how how it affects a lot of things. I mean, way beyond video games um, for sure, because there's so much that's that's uh, created and or uh, developed, um, made in in China. So. Um, one of the things that uh, we do know is that Nintendo keeps uh, continuing to release some some special editions. So we got a special edition Animal Crossing of the uh, version of the original three uh, Nintendo uh, Switch design, and then we also just got a uh, a new coral colored Switch Lite that's announced. It's going to be coming out on April third. Um, so these. You know, two new designs. Is this going to be enough to to make you want to get another Switch, Greg? <laughs> sure. No, <laughs> I haven't really been into chasing the colors, so <laughs> they would actually need to do Barry's idea and do like a hardware revision for me to even consider something. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. Do you think? Do you like these uh, these new two designs, uh, Barry, or you, would you rather? I mean, else? the designs are nice, um, yeah. but they're not going to get me to buy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I was getting at. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that they're bad designs at all. I'm just saying I don't have a need to get a new switch. And yeah, if I did, then obviously I would pick a new designed one with some new colors. But I'm not really in the market for a new console. Yeah, yeah. I was actually surprised that they went with the original switch design for the animal crossing one i don't know did that surprise you guys i like i figured i mean just because the the nature of the switch light has it's one unibody thing it feels like you can do more design stuff with it but they decided to go with the uh the original one instead were you surprised by that i kind of feel like they're alternating like the last special edition we had was the pokemon which was a switch light so now we're going back to the regular so the next one we're going to get is a switch light i feel like that's what they're going to do could be, but uh, but yeah, I mean, who knows where where the colors and designs and everything are going to go, and 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 if the handhelds alone have uh, told us anything about the the past, um, those different colors they do sell, and a lot of collectors out there will continue buying it. So if they keep popping those things out, we're only going to see that that number rise, and it may actually uh, help it help it go a little faster as well. And who knows, next thing we'll be talking about is reaching seventy five million and maybe a hundred million eventually. Um, anything's possible yeah uh one of the things we do not know however is again referring back to our title of this podcast wherefore out thou nintendo direct where is it um we we were assuming because of of prior uh years that something would be coming in the in the winter so we were thinking maybe january originally we speculated a little bit about that at the beginning of the year and i think all of us said yeah it's probably going to come in february not necessarily january maybe late january um so january came and went february uh we're like over halfway through february now and still no Nintendo direct what we do have though is an animal crossing new horizons focused direct that's going to be uh that was just announced today and it's going to be coming out on this thursday february 20th um it's going to run from 9 a.m to about 9 25 a.m eastern time uh and uh it's going to focus a lot on nooks incorporated uh deserted island getaway package um but that's all we got so far so barry what what is going on with this nintendo direct why have we not seen it yet and uh is this animal crossing direct enough or uh i don't know what do you think well there we i think everybody speculated that there would be an animal crossing direct i mean it's just it's just one of those titles but that is one game and it's one game we knew about so it's been five months, almost a half a year since the last Direct. During that time, we had uh, Nindy's uh, Indie World in December. We had the Game Awards in December, which was very lackluster from what we expected there to be. We had the Pokemon Mini Direct in January, and we had the Smash Brothers uh, final character reveal in January. None of those equal a true direct i mean the indie world is about as close as could be and that's but that's not a real nintendo direct all of that other stuff could have been put in a nintendo direct and it's it makes me think they honestly don't have anything to show and i think they're just trying to just whistle and walk away i mean even even the announcement we're, we're going to talk about it shortly of the the nes and the snes games added to the nintendo switch online that could have been in a direct 
none of this is in a direct. So I honestly think I think they have nothing to show. Mm. And I think that they're just being quiet about it. But it's almost half a year. I mean, the whole point of these is to get there's supposed to be a couple every couple months, like every third month, like four a year is what we expect. And this is this is ridiculous at this point. Yeah. So the Animal Crossing Direct, again, it's what, what's expected. I think it's great. But will this satisfy? No. And I honestly think this Animal Crossing Direct is going to get a lot more hate just because it's not a standard direct. And that's what people are hungry for. And that's just the way it works. Mm-hmm. You want to you really want a steak and they're going to give you, you know, a half a hamburger. You be like, this isn't a steak. The half a hamburger still tastes good, <laughs> but it's not a steak. And I think that's I think that's a problem because if we don't get a direct in February, which is still possible, the, the rumor was two, then when are we going to get March? And if we get it in March, we're probably not going to get another one till June mm-hmm. because that is that is um, E3. But if it comes out February, there's a chance maybe in April we'll get one. But the odds are, whenever we get this direct, we're not getting anything else until E3. And that sucks because we used to get like January and April and then June, and it was nice. We had some couple things in the, the first half, but I don't know. I, I think they're they're at a loss for what to show off. Yeah, Jakester's thinking April. Um, I'm curious. I, I mean, at this point, I mean, we've got a new president in. Um, he's been you know working on kind of making Nintendo his own thing. And if it wasn't for this Animal Crossing Direct, they actually refer to as a direct on this upcoming Thursday, I would have almost thought that they're doing away with that terminology and that plan um, altogether. Was the Pokemon a direct as well, or was it just a presentation? Ooh, that's a good question. Pokemon may have been a direct as well, but I know like the Smash Brothers was just a presentation, and yeah, the, the Nindies thing was was different. They even did away with the Nindies you know, title last indie time. World. Indie World. And so, um, if it wasn't for, like, maybe Pokemon, but especially um, Animal Crossing, I would have almost thought maybe that's that was the end of, yeah, of Direct. it was po- Pokemon Direct uh, January 9th. Yeah. So it was actually called that. Or maybe they're just changing their, their design and only doing Directs for specific games now, moving forward. I don't know. Greg, what do you think? What do you think about all this? Yeah, I mean, I always look forward to the Directs, so... I mean, usually the, the first one of the year kind of announces a few new things that we weren't expecting that could be out like around the E3 time or like even August or something like that. So I don't know. I would have liked to see a direct and still keep my fingers crossed that we get something for next week or the week after. But we don't know until they let us know. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I got really ex- uh, disappointed by this direct announcement just because uh, of Jakester um posted in the discord and I, I was busy and he's like this is not a drill this is not a drill with a link i'm like oh my god did they actually <laughs> announce it direct because we're doing a podcast and i saw it and i was like oh but it's not the one i was hoping course, for <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know i mean i'm i i feel like i do want to know a little more about about uh animal crossing but at this point i don't really care like, just give me the game. Let me figure it out on my own. I don't really need 25 more minutes just focused on this game. Like, well, You know, people said the same thing about Smash Brothers, but the Smash fans ate it up. So there's Animal Crossing fans right now that are probably listening. Like, shush, Steve. Shush, right now. I do want that 25 minutes. I bet, but they are also probably saying, I just want to play the game, too. So at least we agree on that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, are, are either of you guys hyped about, about Animal Crossing? Is this like you are really excited about more information about this game, or are you kind of in the same camp I am? Oh, well, having never played a Animal Crossing, <laughs> not can't say I'm really excited for the game oh. or the direct. So. <laughs> Man, never played Animal Crossing. No, I I love Animal Crossing. It's one of those games that I can easily lose myself in um, until I eventually you know get the best house upgrade and pay off all of it and then i'm like there's no point in continuing i did all the objectives um but it's a social game and my enjoyment in animal crossing is going to be 100 percent dependent on how much my wife plays mm. because you can get like one one city and you know one town you pass back and forth and you help each other out and you work like that i loved we did that in new leaf uh we did that and we had a lot of fun and i did that you know, previous people and then the previous versions of the games. And I, that's that's really where Animal Crossing shines. Um, so I'll get it. And the length that I play it is solely dependent on her. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, that will be the same. And I, I'm excited that there is more of an online component this time around um, because that could keep me in the game a little bit more. We don't quite know, you know, what extent, but I, we do know that, that there's going to be more. And, and I think that will, that increase that social, that side of it for me, because I did not have that many people to really play with locally. And so I did all the stuff that I could do single player. And then eventually I'm like, eh, I'm done. And I never got into the home console uh, versions of Animal Crossing. I only oh. stuck to the the handheld ones because it felt more like a, this is a game I'm going to play on the go a lot. And uh, and after a while, it gets to that point where it's it's one of those games that I'll I'll pop on and like find weeds all over my village, pull them up and everything, do a few things, turn it off, and then a few months go by and I'll do the same thing over again. Um, <laughs> and and so if if they do have some things that keep me going a little longer and keep it more social, I will be excited for that. And at least I'll be playing with Hassan, who is in the chat. So Hassan, yeah. we're playing, talking about Animal Crossing. Um, he's probably one That's of the ones that you, were, you were talking about. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He heard you talking and said, yes, I need, to, I need to chime in and say, Steve, no, I am excited for 25 minutes of, of Animal Crossing on Thursday. So <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. I, that, that whole weed thing, is pretty funny like i i popped in my gamecube copy like and i was like talked to a villager it's like oh it's been like like three thousand something days since i last saw you and i'm like holy crap now now you made me feel like crap yeah you know weeds everywhere cockroaches running around the house i'm like yeah i'm just gonna power this off and 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 i'm just gonna put you to bed (laughs) right and it's always sad because like and then you find out that some villagers left and you're like oh they were my friends back then but i did abandon them for three thousand days so okay i get it Well, see, that's one of the things when we were playing New Leaf, my wife has a particular character she loves. And she pretty much said, like, if they ever leave, I'm going to cry. Mm. Like, and that's why she hasn't, we haven't played New Leaf in a while. And she hasn't actually popped it in because she doesn't want to pop it in and see that she left. It's like Schrodinger's cat. Yeah. So as long as she doesn't touch it, they're always there. Right. But with the Amiibo cards, now I don't know if this is going to use Amiibo. Maybe they'll talk about it. But the Amiibo cards for Animal Crossing allowed you to get any villager you wanted. If you had the card, you can scan it in and the update to New Leaf, um, and they would they would show up, mm. which I thought was great because that's one of the things where if you want a particular villager, you either have to find somebody with it and beg them to come or pray. And I, I really like the fact that at least the Amiibo cards let you choose. So I hope they use them, but they probably won't. 
Yeah. Yeah, who knows where Amiibo are really moving in the future. It's it's kind of been unsure. I mean, we keep getting the, the uh, you know, Smash Brothers ones, but that's really it, except for, like, special editions here and there. Other that's ones, so. all that's left are the 11 DLC fighters for Smash that have been announced, mm-hmm. because Shovel Knight was the last one, and that those came out already. Yeah. It's interesting. So, Greg, you said you've you've never played Animal Crossing. Is Are you going to be getting uh, this one? I'm still on the fence. I mean, I've been kind of interested to try to see what it's about, but sometimes they read stuff and it doesn't sound like I would really enjoy it because it just kind of sounds like it's like a almost like a life simulator. You just kind of like farm and like meet people and pay yeah, off like yeah. a house. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like a Nintendo's version of like The Sims or something like well, that. Well, this has new things like the crafting system and, you know, like that's that's a whole new level of death that there wasn't there before. Like the way Animal Crossing originally was, was not one of those games. You sit down and go, I'm going to binge this for the next eight hours because I'm off today. It's you put it in, you play it for 20, 30 minutes and you're done. And then the next day you come in and you're excited to come in and check your mail Talk to the villagers, see what the shop has restocked, you know, see what's going on. Oh, there's an event today. You're actually excited to go into it. It's pretty much like the equivalent of a mobile game well before the mobile formula ever existed. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. And and so much better. But it was so much yeah. better. So, so much better. Yeah. So I think with this crafting thing, they're trying to to add more elements to it where, hey, you can play it for longer because if you want a particular bench, you don't have to wait for the shop to have it in stock. You can go and farm the materials and make it yourself. So I think I think that's going to add a lot of replayability to the game. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, too. I, I'm excited about Thursday. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see, yeah, what this whole deserted island getaway thing is all about and everything, uh, too, and kind of focus more on that. But I don't know. We'll see. Maybe maybe they'll hide the real virtual console in there like they originally did with <laughs> the uh the GameCube game. Ah, uh, they should tie it all together. Yeah. Uh all right, let's let's move on. Speaking of virtual console, did you do that on purpose? I think you did. Uh nice little segue here into our uh the NES and the SNES online service. Uh finally for Nintendo Switch got a couple more games finally. Um so both services uh got two more games and I think I can actually see if I can share the screen like I did last time. Oh, there we go. Cool. Uh so both services got two more games. Uh the cool thing about the SNES games are that these uh these two have never hit the United States shell uh shores before. Um never been released in the United States. Um so we're getting Poppin' Twin B uh, for SNES and Smash Tennis. Um, both of those games, like I said, have never been released in the United States. And uh, for the NES, we're getting Shadow of the Ninja and Eliminator Boat Duel. So um, of those games, uh, they are actually, before I, I get into uh, questions or anything, um, they came out yesterday, I believe. So February or night tomorrow. They will come out tomorrow. tomorrow. So, um, so yeah, of those those games, and um, any of them, are are you really really excited about playing, or uh, is this kind of just a meh uh, release? What do you think, Greg? Eh, it's just like you said, more of like a meh release for me. It wasn't like ones I was really looking for. So, I mean, the day comes where I really need something new to play, I might check them out. But 
I don't think I've even played him on the NES or NES. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Barry? It's, it's some good titles, but they're niche titles. And I think it illustrates a problem with the service. And what that is, is instead of getting games every month like we used to, now we're getting games sparingly. And now we're getting games sparingly without a hook. And by hook, you know, I think you need one killer app every time you do this if you're going to wait a couple months. Um, one Nintendo title, one great third-party title, uh, just something to pull people in. Uh, niche titles are some of the greatest games, and I absolutely love niche games 100%. But for the mass media, for the mass populace, they see this and go, eh? Yeah. And that's not what you want for a subscription service. You want that big headline game, and then, oh yeah, these other ones are also there. Mm-hmm. And there are certain niche titles that absolutely um, deserve spotlight, and I'm not saying any of these don't, because I've heard some really good things, but these ones aren't quote-unquote system sellers. These are, hey, I need something to play in between AAA releases. Yeah. Maybe I'll pick it up if it's cheap enough. So I'll, I might mess around with it. It really depends, um, but it's not going to be for a while. Right, right. Yeah, I'm with you guys. Like, it's I'll, I'll play them because they're free, um, and I already have the service. But I'm not in a huge rush to like, oh man, I can't wait till Pop and Twinby um, releases tomorrow or Shadow of the Ninja. It's going to be one of those games that are like, oh, I got an extra thirty minutes here and there. Um, in between Rocket League sessions or something like that, I'll I'll open up you know the NES online or something like that and and play a different game that I've never played before. Um, yeah, I'm with you guys. Like they need stuff that I, I think as well. Like where you're saying, Barry, is that those those system seller games are are those ones that will get more subscribers to their service as well. Um, those are the ones they're like, well, I tried that for the 30 day trial. It wasn't whatever that I, but, and then there's not been anything that's one made me want to continue this other than just playing my friends online. So I'll just hold back on my subscription, um, until maybe one day they do launch one of those games again. And what's killer is that there's so many great NES and SNES games that aren't on the server yet. Um, like, and some from Nintendo, like there's no Donkey Kong Country games mm-hmm. on the on the service yet. What the heck? Um, and then there's a, a killer amount of third party. Uh, so many RPGs on the Super Nintendo. <clears throat> the Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy three or, or six, Final Fantasy two or four. Um, put those on there. Yeah. But that, that would be great. Now I know some games probably aren't going to go there. Like I really doubt any of the Mega Man games outside of maybe Soccer, because there's the Mega Man Legacy collections. Um, Street Fighter games are probably not going to go there because <clears throat> there's a Street Fighter collection. So I understand that. But there's plenty of killer app games that are not in any collection available right now. Yeah. Uh, let's see what they're talking about in the chat. Um, Jakester says that the continuous lack of Earthbound is frustrating him. Uh, there's no nothing really catching his attention with the service. Uh, Hudson's saying that he hasn't actually touched the NES or the SNES apps since they released pretty much. He grew up on the 64, and so he's really wanting the 64 games to eventually come. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I, and then Jake Steer chimed in and said he never played an N64 game, so <laughs> he's uh, wow. excited about those games eventually maybe coming so he could get a chance to play it. So um, yeah, uh, man, so much nostalgia for 64. Um, 
of course, all of us grew up on NES and SNES, but uh, 64 definitely is uh, holds a, a special place in our hearts as well. 64 is not aged as gracefully as the other systems, unfortunately. That's true. Yeah, being the first one with 3D, it it wasn't quite there yet. <laughs> But uh, lots of lots of great memories in those games, though. Um, speaking of uh, the SNES online service, though, uh, it is important for you guys to know, unless they're sold out. Um, but uh, for now, at least I think the SNES controllers are back in stock in stock um, on the Nintendo store um, for U.S. customers. So did we, you finally get one? I finally got one. I ordered it. I was I was locked in. I uh, I saw actually Greg. I think you were the one that posted it. In, in our uh, Discord, and I was like, oh, man, it, it, because it had been a few hours since you posted it, and I was like, they better still be in stock, and they were. So um, so hopefully they have more. It's funny because they said check back in late January, uh, or check back in January, and it took until February uh, 18th for them to finally come back in stock. But at least they are. So if you want one, I think there's still like 30 bucks in America. Um, so I, I ordered one because... Like I have to, um, but I only did get one because there's no point in getting more than one for me. But yeah, um, I don't think your wife will play Super Nintendo with you. You know, if she does, I have a bunch of these controllers that work perfectly fine. <laughs> <laughs> so you you would give her the equivalent of getting the third party controller when going to a friend's house, the player two knockoff controller. Really, she can have my pro controller. No, it's still it's a not it's not a super no Nintendo. actually i i i would play with the pro controller as well in fact that's what i do now so if i do play <laughs> snes i'm perfectly fine with the the pro controller in fact i do prefer it and i was i was holding back on the snes when i was like i want it but would i actually use it i need to have it just to, just to have it um so i may just actually leave it in the box who knows it's fun playing the, the super nintendo games with the controller yeah so um, all right, let's let's move on to uh, another thing that's happened over the last couple weeks, which is kind of crazy. Um, I feel like it was kind of rumored and then all of a sudden came out of nowhere, at least in, in my perspective. Uh, and that's the wonderful 101. And I think I think, Greg, if I remember correctly, did we talk about this uh, last podcast about like speculating in like different games that we would like to come to the Switch and uh I can't remember. I, I feel like we've had this conversation before. I thought we. I thought we did. I thought we really were talking about the one one hundred one because there's not really other games like it. Yeah, I think we did, and I feel like it was like two days later. Um, and probably because you know they heard it on our podcast, um, they decided to uh, Platinum Games went to Kickstarter of all places um, because that's what even really popular well. You know, companies that are doing really well still go to Kickstarter nowadays, and they launched a uh, a Kickstarter campaign. Um, I think I can pull it up real quick here. And yeah, so as you can see, if you're watching the video uh, version of the podcast, um, they were after forty nine thousand four hundred thirty three dollars. And well, they've definitely surpassed that. <laughs> um, I think we're right now just under uh, one point seven million dollars that they have raised. Um, with 16 days to go still. So this was for the uh, remastered version of the game uh, that came out on Wii U so, to put it on the Nintendo Switch. And so that's the, the, the original goal was to bring it to the Switch. And they way surpassed that, that goal. And now just under $1.7 million, they have uh, hit four of the stretch goals uh, so far 
which means that they have now locked in a Steam version of the game, a PS4 version of the game, a time attack uh, mode that will be added, and Luca's first mission. Um, and Luca's first mission uh, is a brand new 2D side-scrolling adventure um, starring a young hero. And they have at least two more stretch goals that we know about. Uh, and that's at the 1.75 million, so they're almost there. And then they'll, they'll release a uh, remixed soundtrack featuring a sp- secret special guest. And at the 2 million mark, they're going to release uh, or uh, include Luca's second mission. Um, so that same new hero um, in the 2D <laughs> version will come back for a second mission. Um, so that's a lot added to the game already, including uh, a Steam version and a PS4 version. Um, like I said, 16 days left to go, so there's still a lot of time. Uh, who knows where they're going to go for this, but uh, that's a lot more than they were originally wanting um, to raise for this game. And I- I'm wondering if they may even hit like a 3 million mark um, by the time they get done with all this. Uh, so I- what I want to know is, number one, have you guys backed it? And are you planning on backing it? And uh, and just your general thoughts uh, about this Kickstarter campaign. Uh, let's go to you first, Barry. Uh, yeah, I-, I backed it on day one. I backed it before it was actually funded. Um which was was like within the first thirty minutes, but I uh, I have the uh, two physical deal, which I had to update it because I had the, just the switch physical, and then they they added a new thing where you could update it to two physical, so one switch, one PS4. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really happy for them. Uh, I think <clears throat> Nintendo was pretty stupid on this. And what I mean by that is if it only took $50,000 for them to bring it over, why wouldn't Nintendo fork over $50,000? <laughs> that that seems like such a small amount of money for that company to, to do. Um, so now my biggest question, uh, from what I understand, is that they talked with Nintendo. Nintendo gave them their blessing and you know said, like, if you want to bring it, you're going to have to do it yourself. Um, but who owns the rights to this game? Um, I know it was co-owned by Nintendo and Platinum, but did Platinum buy the rights from Nintendo? Did Nintendo just forfeit the rights? Or does Nintendo still own the rights and this will be like the first Nintendo uh, owned rights of a game on Sony platform, um, which is totally possible. Because uh, I know like Bayonetta, a lot of people are like, oh, Bayonetta come over now and, and Astro Chain. And I know Astro Chain and Bayonetta were very successful unlike wonderful 101 but nintendo actually funded bayonetta so i don't think those are going to go over but i really think nintendo dropped the ball on this because I th- i've been saying for a while they should have just bought platinum <laughs> but but they haven't and clearly this is showing that there's an interest in platinum games and and if it would have only cost them fifty thousand dollars to do this and keep it exclusive uh then nintendo is <laughs> really stupid about it um but I know they have a really good relation, so we'll we'll see really what happens with it. But I mean, I'm happy for the platinum guys, and and I absolutely supported the Kickstarter. Cool, cool. Greg, what do you think about uh, about all this? And and did you did you back it yet? By the way, no, uh, I haven't backed. I don't haven't really backed much stuff. Like, I don't think I've backed a single thing on Kickstarter yet. But um, it was great that they hit the target. I was kind of surprised that they had to even create one because kind of <laughs> almost think that. They would have the funding already needed to port it over, but I don't know if those are a way of gauging demand to see if how many people were actually going to buy a copy of it. So, 
Yeah. I don't know. It was a game I was kind of expecting to come to the Switch, but I don't know if I'll end up getting it. I don't think I really enjoyed too much of it on the Wii U. That was one of the main games I was super excited about when the Wii U was first coming out, and then it was one of the bigger games that was kind of a downfall that I didn't really enjoy as much after having purchased it. So mm. Interesting. Yeah, it was one that I, I I played the demos and stuff like that, and I really enjoyed it, but uh, yeah, for whatever reason, I never ended up getting. Um, but I'm excited for it to come to Switch. Um, I'm interested. I, I haven't backed it yet, and I'm on the fence whether I will or not. Um, I, what I want to know is, will I be saving any money by backing it, or should I just get it when it comes out is what I want to know. Um, but even if it's just like a couple dollars, like I probably... I'll just wait until it comes out. Um, but uh, but I want to know like what you guys think about like how the game mechanics will change by putting it on the Switch because it was kind of a dual screen sort of thing. It wasn't uh, like it was. I mean, it did integrate the the second screen a lot. But will that be an easy switch over, or do you think they're gonna have to really rework a lot of stuff, Barry? What do you think? Um, I'm not sure exactly how it's going to work. I'm sure they've already figured it out. In fact, I'm fairly certain they figured it out before bringing it to Nintendo. Hmm. And they probably had, like most most pitches, had like a video or a demonstration of here's how it would work on your game. And um, I'm sure I'm sure it's got to be something fluid and something really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's playable at PAX. I think PAX is, what, next weekend or something like that. Oh, that's true. Um, so, so it will be playable at PAX East. So if anyone's there... And and I have friends going, so I'm gonna ask them and and find out more definitively how it plays. But I mean, they're they're ready to show it off, so that tells me that they've got it figured out. That's a good point. Yeah, I I forgot that the that they would be that they would be at PAX East, and I think um, didn't they? Yeah, estimated delivery of this game is April. So I mean, it's got to be in its like final stages um, already. I mean, they've got to be have a lot of it done already at this point and and probably like they had to have known that they were going to hit the the stretch goals for at least steam um if not ps4 so my guess is they were probably working on that ahead of time too this is kind of like what you said greg just kind of to gauge what the um the fan base was going to be at i'm guessing because there's there's no way they needed that money to be able to develop this game they they probably already did it and they just wanted to see how much interest they could they could stir up through Kickstarter. But they're uh, probably right. But it is interesting to see, like, yeah, like that this, like, I think a lot of people thought, well, like you, Barry, like Nintendo should just buy platinum, and now all of a sudden they're going to be developing game, you know, more games for for other systems. So it's kind of crazy to see where that goes. Uh, let's, let's move on to our last news, uh, item for today. And Greg, you, you said that there's a little bit going on in the Fire Emblem Heroes world, huh? So you want to update us on what's going on around there? Sure will. Um, one of your favorite uh, things in the world, Fate <laughs> Channel. I know. That's why I left it to you, because I wasn't even going to start even getting close to the Fate Channel but, thing. <laughs> but actually, the original voice actress was on vacation, so they actually... <gasps> They actually had a different person come in and narrate it this was time it around. Just as annoying. <laughs> actually, I think it was highly praised, and everyone's w- wanting him to come back. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Maybe Steve will watch it. Maybe again. I will. <laughs> so yeah, um, it was primarily covering 
like the third anniversary that was just already like uh, two weeks ago or a little bit more. It was like February 2nd or something like that. Um, so some of uh, like the events that are ongoing now, I'm probably not going to go too much into it, but there is some other topics at hand. Um, it started off with the Choose Your Legends uh, 4 event. Um, the winners came out. It actually turned into Choose Your Three Houses because it was uh, Eldegard, Dimitri, um, Claude, and Lysithia are the four ones that are going to get special costumes. So that's certainly interesting. There was a number of people on like forums and stuff that said, like, why is Three Houses like so overwhelmingly... Uh, here it has like a recency bias like we still want like marth to get a legendary alt and all that kind of drama going on so i'm overall pretty fine with it so the other parts of it were just some like the events they had like daily summoning events for like 17 days of just new like previous banners each lasting a day and you get a free summon on each one along with you can spend your currency on those to get some of the older characters like special reward maps and quests and stuff all tied around with that stuff and uh they're guaranteed a five star unit from all the special heroes that released throughout the last year which are all the ones in the special um costumes and different like holiday spirits and attire um then they also went through the and uh the hero rises event for 2020 it was Everyone got to vote on um, any hero that's currently in the game to appear um, in a, go- a voting gauntlet in just like a week from now to we'll duke it out. And then the winner of the gauntlet is could be distributed to every player in the game that's still playing. Then they also revealed what the Divine Codes item that they started releasing in December was going to be used for. You can compile some combat manuals, then you can get like free merges or skills or other units that you have to make them stronger. And then the most controversial part of it was the introduction of their subscription service called the Fay Pass. Um, for a low price of $9.49 a month, you get two five-star heroes that they are like really older units in the game like with a special attire from the Fire Emblem Heroes world. So there's like Lynn and Cordelia that are dressed like in costumes from like book two and book three storylines that have already been in the game for some time. Um, You also get some exclusive quests they can go through. And then the part that everyone else is most upset about is you get to have two more summoner support units so you can have a total of three only if you have the pass then they also added features that are free in normal gacha games like auto start and um re- and uh, react um pretty much auto start you get to select auto battle and it'll automatically play through your mode until you're out of stamina and the react part is you can redo the previous turn if you like made a mistake or lost a unit and it even applies if you get the game over screen, it'll start the last turn before you hit the game over screen if you want to try something different. So hmm. those are all locked behind their monthly paywall for $9.49 a month. Those I'm kind glad of you just... repeated that because I, I, I could have sworn that I heard you wrong the first time you said that. So that, 
kind of what they did. They were kind of copying like the Mario Kart and Pocket Camp models. So kind of trying to see if you guys think the price seems somewhat fair. If you were still playing the game, do you think you would get it? Do you think that's a bad idea? Game subscription services should go away for mobile games. I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts like Steve and Barry? Yeah, I'll jump in because I've never played the game, um, so I don't have a whole lot to say. Um, So all this is coming strictly off what you just shared. Um, That's a lot of money for uh, for that. And it sounds like it's a pay to win um, model as well, not just a pay to play. It's a pay to win. And because you get some different advantages if you're paying. Um, That does not rub me the right way. If I ever see any game that, that does that sort of thing, that that just. I don't know. Yeah, it it doesn't. It does, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't sound good. I'm like, I feel like a lot of people would get upset, and uh, and if I was playing it, I'd definitely be in that camp as well. Yeah, I'm gonna disagree with you on that in the terms of pay to win. <laughs> it doesn't sound like pay to win to me. It sounds like pay for conveniences, because hmm. like things like the auto. It, that's in Dragalia, and I use that all the time. The, when they added an auto, it made that game so much more fun because like if you pick up that game like twice or three times a day and you look at, Oh, I have a hundred stamina to burn through. Now I have to sit there and actually run through this while I'm just farming a particular thing. Now you could just hit it, put a button and let it run and go, Oh, it's done. Or even set it to run X amount of times. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's convenience. It's, it's called quality of life improvements. And to put a quality of life behind a paywall is kind of asinine. Especially, like Greg said, other games have that stuff for free, hmm. and it should be. I know some people like in Mario Kart were miffed that Mario that like 200 CC was behind that, and uh, I agree. I don't think 200 CC should be behind it. However, I don't think the five dollars a month is that bad for the bonus stuff that they do give you if you play the tour. Um, I think that's fine because they do give you some five star units or you know, some high high end units as they call them mm-hmm. uh, for free. So I'm like, or, or for what you pay for, and five dollars a month isn't that bad. Ten dollars, you have to get double, and I don't think there's enough value there, especially because it sounds like those units are older units, or the you know, and they're 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 not part of the meta. They're more for fun or for memes or for the for saying you have them, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's preying on the fear of missing out. It's preying on, oh my God, I have to have every unit. Oh, if I don't pay this, I'm not going to get this unit. And oh my God, I have to absolutely have to have them all. It's the Pokemon kind of, got to catch them all. So I heard that they were doing a subscription. I didn't hear what it was. And if I was still playing, I can absolutely say that I would not <clears throat> pay that. If Dragalia did follow suit and did a, a subscription and it was like $5 a month, you know, would I buy that? being that I play that game every day, it really depends on what they do. And, and if they said, Oh, we're going to, you know, the auto stuff is going to be paid on. I'm going to say no. And that's going to get me to quit the game. Like, and, and I think fire emblem is in a position where they don't need this subscription service. They're making so much money already. Why rock the boat? I Mm -hmm. think it's stupid. You know, the saying that says is if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And and that's really what I feel like they're doing here. And I think they're going to lose subscriptions. And I think it's a really dumb idea. If they did it right, now it's not to say subscription services are bad or that they don't work. Um, because the way you have to figure is how often do you play a game? If you look at $10 a month, that's $120 a year. That sounds like a lot of money. And you're probably right. 
But if it's something you play every day for a year, that's very cheap. Many people will pay $60 for a game, play it for four hours, and then put it down and be done with it. So if you look at it that way, it's very cheap. And if you played it every single day, then it's absolutely positively worth the money. But they have to be providing you ample services. Mm -hmm. And I don't think those are ample services, in my opinion. Yeah. One of the things that I had a question about was the, Greg, you mentioned, uh, and again, I've not played the game, so I don't know what that exactly means, but the, the extra summoner, is that right? Um, yeah, the summoner support. So it's pretty much like when you're playing against any other teams, it gives plus two to all of your stats. So okay. every, the game comes with one unit, you can put that on. And then with the pass, you can put it on an additional two units. Okay, I think that's what that's the thing that that triggered in my mind the pay to win thing, because um, that that sounded if I understood it correctly, and it sounds like I did. Um, that has, that sounds like something they're like, oh, you get extra, basically you get bonuses and, and boosts to your team because you paid ten dollars a month. Um, so that kind of that sounds annoying to me um, because I'm going to potentially lose things because I don't get the the benefit that other people buy have yeah i mean you'll never see it on like enemy teams because like when their um player to player matches are determined it's pretty much the ai just controls like the other person's like team that they set up so uh, okay if they have any type of supports their their stats will never be seen or accounted for and any summer supports they have will not be present during the match gotcha. so it's only on your um, it only immediately helps you beat their team like specifically because your guy has an extra two attack points, which could be the difference of beating a unit or actually losing the battle. Okay. In some cases, depending on a lot of other factors, obviously. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so yeah, what, what are your thoughts about this? Are you going to be, are you mitigating it? So since I was already paying the monthly promo price of like $10, I was, I kind of went ahead at least for this first month and kind of signed up just to kind of see how it was going to go. I don't know if I'll keep it the entire year long, but at this point, I feel like I could still do it like the first few months and still be getting the value out of it because the items from the quests are most like important because they're pretty hard to get just playing them like week by week. So just getting those free item drops is very beneficial to help like grow teams and resources and everything. Yeah, it's about how often you play. And if, if if you feel those items are absolutely worth it, then then don't let anyone else tell you otherwise. I mean, it, it's your money, and it's it's uh, you're gonna you're gonna get your money's worth out of it. Yeah, plain and simple. Yeah, but I, like I every time they post anything on Twitter, it's always like, oh, cancel Fate Pass, get rid of it. And like, there's so many angry people about this, and mm. like pretty much split like based on what you guys have been saying. Like, it doesn't seem worth it. Like, why we pay this? This is gonna kill the game. Like. There's so much hate around that that topic right now. So yeah. understandable. Yeah. Yeah. And like uh you know, Cherry Goblin in the chat saying it's subscription subscription for a free game to play a really big deal. It's a free game, you get what you pay for. Um yeah, I think I think some of it like in you know, Barry, you said it, it's about rocking the boat. They, I think they, they're just trying to find more ways of making money. They want to stay at number one. Yep. And, uh, and, and yeah, I guess, you know, for, to, to understand it a little more, I think uh, as a completely ignorant person, um, I think at first it sounded like something that was like, whoa, that's crazy. Why would people pay that much money? Um, 
now, okay, getting a little bit more understanding. Yeah, so maybe there are going to be some people that really do want to to pay that if they get a whole lot of value out of it. Um, yeah, I think the biggest thing is to make sure that if they're going to keep that free-to-play model um, going, that's the reason a lot of people do play that game because they <clears throat> don't like paying money. They like to just get whatever they can for free. And if they can keep playing and it's not broken for those people that don't pay the money, then I think, you know, why not try things? Nintendo, why not try to see what you can get out of people and keep making more money? It's kind of weird that they do this in a game that is uh, so much PvP, like, you know, Fire Emblem Heroes does have that PvP element. Uh, and I'm I'm glad they don't do that in, in a game like Tregalia, which doesn't have the PvP element at all. It's all PvE. You, you do team up with other people, but you're all going against an enemy you're not going against each other um which is great so even if someone joins like your raid group and they have a, a better character that you didn't get or better armor or, or you know weapons or worm prints that you didn't get they're only helping you <laughs> by them being there it only benefits you it does, it's not like oh man i'm gonna lose because they they paid or they got lucky um and i think I think in a system like that, it's it's more beneficial mm-hmm. versus when you're going against other people because it's like, yeah, I'm free to play, and oh, I'm going against somebody who who has this unit that they obviously wailed on, and now they're just going to destroy my yeah. team, and I can't win. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, a lot of matchmaking also takes into effect like each unit gets certain scores and stuff, so you can't just like enter with like four level one units and you're playing against level forty units that are like max merged and all of that. Like, clearly weeds that kind of stuff out so yeah. there's it's like boring rules in place and everything so i think that does help too yeah not i didn't quite know all that i think when when you're first explaining it and so that was why i was like ah that sounds weird but okay the game if it does kind of even things out a little bit that that makes more sense but um it, it's definitely not enough to get me to play the game um so <laughs> i'm gonna still stay away um and it has little to do with this it's more just that again i'm not a big fan of fire emblem or that style of game but um yeah i'm interested to see so we we think greg over the next month or so and uh kind of report back if if your money has been well spent or not (laughs) yeah so all right well that i think brings us to the end of uh all the big news stuff again we'll have some more news to talk about our next podcast because we got a uh, Animal Crossing Direct coming up. And and maybe, hopefully, we'll have a Nintendo Direct eventually, maybe before the next podcast. Sometimes they do announce them at the last minute, so who knows? Maybe they'll try to sneak one in the very end of February. Um, probably not. Um, we have an extra day this year. That's so. <laughs> true. It's a Leap Day podcast, or a Leap Day Direct. That's what they're going to do. They might do it. Who knows? Who knows? That's <laughs> awesome. That's uh, um, it's on a Saturday though. Maybe they'll maybe they'll just call it that instead. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, before we before we close up and and wrap up with uh you know what we're looking forward to playing and all that sort of thing, um, I just want to thank you you guys for uh, for tuning in once again to the Nintendo Fuse podcast. Um, again, if you are brand new, uh, make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you use to watch or listen to us. If you're on YouTube, hit that bell as, as well to be alerted every time that we post a new video, every time we go live. Um, but uh, but yeah, if you're on a podcast app, be sure to subscribe there, leave some comments, that'd be great. And uh, and 
and that'd be just awesome for you to do that. But also join us on our social media and our Discord. All those links are in our show notes in the description here on YouTube. Um, we would love to continue that conversation between podcasts. Uh, but uh, let's let's talk about between podcasts. What are you guys going to be playing over the next couple weeks? Um, we do have a, a few notable games that I that I was looking over. Um, Couple from over the last week or so because we didn't have the, our last podcast a couple of weeks ago. So uh, a, a game called Warface. Um, it's an FPS game. Uh, just came out today, I believe. Um, it's a free to play game. Thirty two players. Um, so that came out today. Uh, a little game called Snack World: The Dungeon Crawl Gold came out on February fourteenth, as well as Dark Siders Genesis. It's also February 14th. Um, Rune Factory 4 Special comes on February 25th, as well as uh, Mega Man Zero uh, ZX Legacy Edition, um, also on February 25th. And uh, right after our next podcast, we're going to get Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX on March 6th. So that's just a few games that stood out to me. Uh, I'm sure there's others that I uh, probably overlooked. Um, but uh, maybe some of those games or others on your list that you're excited about coming out and uh, playing the next couple of weeks. Barry, let's go to you first. Those are some great games. Uh, it's already starting <laughs> to build up. Um, my my goal is I plan to finish Tokyo Mirage Sessions this week, uh, as well as play a little more Ten of Light, and obviously like fourteen. Um, after I finish Tokyo Mirage Sessions, I'm looking to go into Darksiders Genesis, which I do have already. Um, I'm a big fan of Darksiders and look really wanting to see where they go with with this new style. Uh, I want to play Rune Factory 4 so badly, but I don't know if I'll have the time. As well as uh, Mega Man Zero ZX. Uh, I never finished those. And it's like, I tried again with the DS like, uh, Zero collection, and I didn't there. So I'm kind of like, will I do it this time on the Switch? <laughs> uh, and, and I have the demo for Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. I did download the demo, but I haven't played it yet. Um, I don't know whether or not I will jump into that. Um, there's a possibility. It really depends on where I'm at with the other games, but that, that's my tentative goal. Anything can change at a moment's notice. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Greg, uh, what are you going to be up to in the next couple weeks? Um, the Snack World, when I remember that sounding kind of interesting, I might be looking a little bit into more videos and gameplay for that. Um, one that I just saw earlier today was actually King Lucas. Like I saw it was coming out, and I'm like, I do love those swords and shield type games as why I got Pokemon Sword. Um, so naturally, that sounded very intriguing to me. I watched some gameplay videos that somebody, I guess, got it early, and I'm already pretty much sold on it. So mm -hmm. I'm probably buying it when it comes out in like three days. But other than that, it's pretty much just going to be going through with my current log of games that I'm been playing. Cool, cool. Have you played uh, Pokemon yet? Uh, yeah, that's yeah. going to be coming up on the list. Um, I wanted to probably do Super Lucky after Luigi's Mansion. Oh, and, then too. and then I'll be playing uh, Pokemon, I think, after, right after that. If you like, I think it's like a 2D type uh, like a brawler. 99 Vitas apparently is on sale right now on the Switch eShop for a dollar, I saw. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah I have to. That that might be something to throw yeah. in there. Yeah, just in general, it's probably it's probably worth announcing or talking or just like sharing with you guys, your our listeners, is that there are a bunch of games on the eShop that are on sale right now. Um, just like 
a bunch of games that are some of them are just a couple dollars off some of them are like 50 percent off some of them are like 75 80 90 percent off and so you can get a bunch of games for like a dollar i think there's a few games that i saw for like 14 cents um i don't know so like you know some of those games they're some of them aren't aren't good um but for 14 cents it's fun to just kind of play around and see what you can find <laughs> um <laughs> Who knows? Uh, but uh, yeah, so what I'm looking forward to, um, I'll continue working through um, Rocket League and hopefully increasing and getting my rank up. Um, really, really excited about hopefully doing that uh, for this season. Um, and then uh, I want to get back into to Pokemon um, Sword um, and actually make my way through the game um, instead of just getting lost in all of the, uh, the wild area. Um, like I continue doing. Every time I, I boot it up, I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm in advance, and then I get lost in the wild area more. Um, so uh, you know, I'm looking forward to eventually making my way through that. Um, but also, uh, Sparklight is getting an update really soon, and um, so I'm excited about trying that out again because I got the last time I, I played it, um, I put in a few hours, but I kind of got lost, and I was like, I don't know what the point of this is. And there were some things that I thought was kind of interesting, um, like the fact that. Uh, when you it's like it's like a Zelda kind of game. When you cut down grass, you don't get anything. You're just cutting down grass. But I kept cutting it every time because Zelda has trained me to cut the grass <laughs> every time, and uh, I, I got nothing. Um, so you actually get um, sparks uh, this next time uh, when you when you cut down grass. And there's a, a casual mode as well um, that makes it even easier uh, to play. So I'll probably boot up that and just kind of make my way through a little more stuff too because. Um, yeah, it's one of those games that I had no idea when I first started playing it that it's a roguelite and that it's auto-generating and everything. And I was like, I died, and I was like, wait, that was that was not there last time. I was so confused. Oh, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why does everything keep changing on me? Um, but uh, yeah, after I finally got the hang of it, it was fun. Um, but I'm excited to, to check out the update when that when that drops. I can't remember the date, but I think it's it's fairly soon. So... Uh, let's see. Let's go to the chat. Um, so Jakester says he's hoping to fi finish uh, Pokemon and Luigi's Mansion uh, before Animal Crossing comes out. And uh, let's play the other games he has. He talked about earlier, uh, Barry, that he's he's catching what you're saying about no time. Uh, yeah. it's, it's it's spreading. It's spreading. You know what's happening, Jakester? You're getting older. That's what's happening. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's every, everybody gets older, and the older you get, the less time you have. Yep, yep uh but uh yeah so um he said vesperia is going to be a challenge to finish before then um if i have a goal like that but yeah um yeah it's it's gonna be be a lot to finish before march 20th there but you get time you get time use it use it while you can while you're young because <laughs> uh, it's it's not going back oh we'll end on end on a uh, a downer moment today um but uh yeah thank you guys for for joining us in the chat thanks for for listening after the fact um thanks again for subscribing and for sharing this podcast with other people that enjoy nintendo uh we we love uh talking games with you all all of you and um again if you've never joined us for a live uh recording of the podcast be sure to do that because we love interacting with you guys in the chat room all throughout that um but if you miss it that's fine because you can chat with us on our discord server as well again all those links are in the chat or not the chat, the uh, description down below and our show notes on the podcast apps. 
Um, Greg and Barry, it's been great. Um, Barry specifically, it's been way too long. <laughs> way too long. Way too long. But, Lifetime, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. So hopefully everything will go well uh, and we'll actually be on for our next podcast on March 3rd. It will be in our, our next re- uh reading i guess it'd kind of be a reading um our next recording is what i'm trying to say and uh and yeah so hopefully all goes well march 3rd we'll be back with another episode and recording that live so please be sure to join us and uh until then enjoy your gaming and we'll see you next time have a good one see you later